Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. This is an update to a story I did a while back, and a lot of people sent this to me yesterday and overnight. From justice.gov, that's the website where I got the press release from the U.S. government's Justice Department itself. The Santa Barbara County man has been sentenced to six months in prison for obstructing federal probe into plane crash that he posted on YouTube. And the allegation is that he crashed his plane uh, as a stunt for YouTube. And, you know, here's the thing. We've seen people doing stupid stuff and filming it to put it on YouTube or TikTok or whatever else the kids are watching these days. And this was one where almost immediately people called him out and said, you know, this story doesn't quite make sense. But then it got worse. So, again, this is the press release from the government. A YouTube pilot was sentenced today to six months in federal prison for obstructing a federal investigation by deliberately destroying the wreckage of an airplane that he intentionally crashed in Santa Barbara County to gain online views. So that's what they're saying was the purpose behind this. The man's 30 years old. He was sentenced by U.S. District Judge John F. Walter. He pleaded guilty in June to a single count of destruction and concealment with the intent to obstruct a federal investigation. Now, the man is a pilot and apparently also a skydiver and a former Olympic athlete. And he had a sponsorship deal with a company that sold a variety of products, including a wallet. And apparently he was planning on shooting a video to promote a wallet. Pursuant to the sponsorship deal, he agreed to promote the company's wallet in a YouTube video that he would then create and post. So on November 24th of 2021, He took off in his airplane uh, on a solo flight purportedly destined for Mammoth Lakes. He did not intend to reach his destination, however, but instead planned to eject from his aircraft during the flight and video himself parachuting to the ground and, if possible, video his airplane as it descended and crashed. See, planes do that if you jump out of them. (laughs) What goes up? Prior to taking off, he mounted several video cameras on different parts of the airplane and equipped himself with a parachute, video camera, and a selfie stick. Approximately 35 minutes into the flight, while flying above the Los Padres National Forest near Santa Maria, he ejected from the airplane and videoed himself parachuting to the ground. Now, remember that there were cameras on the plane itself, and that is one of the things that kind of unwound this situation. Using the video camera mounted on the selfie stick and the video cameras he mounted on the airplane, He was able to record the airplane as it descended and crashed into a dry brush area in a national forest. After parachuting to the ground, he hiked to the location of the wreck and recovered the cameras and the cards and so on. Uh, And so that way he had a recording of the crash from the plane itself. So on November 26th, which was two days later, he informed the NTSB about the crash. So he waited two days and said, oh, by the way, guys, my plane crashed. Uh, So the NTSB launched an investigation into the crash on or about that same day. And they told him that he was responsible, by the way, for preserving the wreckage. So when you crash a plane and the NTSB gets involved, they're very interested for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is they want to make sure there's not something going on that they need to know about, such as a defect in an airplane that might cause other planes to crash. So you were flying along in an airplane that you thought was perfectly airworthy and it crashed. Why? We need to figure this out. So that's important. So they told him to preserve the wreckage as best he could, and he agreed to determine the crash location 
and provide the coordinates of the downed plane and videos of the crashed NTSB investigators. Now, three days later, the FAA launched its own investigation into the plane crash. I do not know how their different jurisdictions overlap, but the FAA was also investigating. And I remember a few years ago, I mentioned in a video that the FAA was investigating a plane crash, and I got all kinds of pushback. People see, no, the FAA doesn't investigate plane crashes. Well, apparently they do. I know the NTSB has primary responsibility for investigating, but the FAA launched its own investigation. In the weeks following the crash, the man lied to investigators, saying he did not know the wreckage's location. But of course, if he didn't know the location of the wreckage, then how does he have the video cards that were on board the plane? In uh, fact, on December 10th, he and a friend flew by helicopter to the wreckage site. There, they used straps to secure the wreckage, which the helicopter then lifted and carried to uh, an airport in Santa Barbara County. And uh, actually, they put it on his pickup truck and then drove it to the airport. But anyways, they're transporting the wreckage around. And so that is another situation. Uh, He then cut up and destroyed the airplane wreckage. And over the course of a few days, deposited the detached parts of the wrecked airplane into trash bins at the airport and elsewhere, which was done with the intent to obstruct the authorities from investigating the crash. So I don't know where the plane went. Except I then went out and picked it up and, and carried it out and chopped it up and threw it away. There's, there's, there's a problem there, as I like to say. On December 23rd, 2021, he uploaded a YouTube video entitled, I Crashed My Airplane. Now, <laughs> as an attorney, I would point out to you that saying, I crashed my airplane, has several different connotations. And one of them sounds like you did it on purpose. I crashed my airplane. Oh, did you? So now, again, you want your titles to be catchy on YouTube, or so I think, but you'd probably be better off saying something to the effect of, my airplane crashed and I had to bail out. That's, that's a better way to say it, assuming you want to avoid liability. But saying, I crashed my airplane, sounds like an admission. So the video contained a promotion of the wallet, and depicted him parachuting from the plane and the aircraft's subsequent crash, and the government is contending that he intended to make money through the video. (laughs) Yes, he did. So the allegation, again, this is directly verbatim from the press release, he lied to federal investigators when he submitted an aircraft accident incident report that falsely indicated that the aircraft experienced a full loss of power approximately 35 minutes after takeoff. He also lied to an FAA aviation safety inspector when he said the airplane's engine had quit and because he could not identify any safe landing options, he had parachuted out of the plane. Uh, And by the way, when the video first went up, all kinds of people called BS on it, saying there's something wrong with this video. And it was simply odd that the guy's going on a short flight in an area he's very familiar with and just happens to be wearing a parachute. (laughs) Now, again... Some people do wear parachutes when they're in airplanes. But I'll have to tell you, I know several pilots. I've flown in small planes many times. In fact, a dear friend of mine, Dean, took me for a flight earlier this year. Uh, And when we were flying, we were not wearing parachutes. And I didn't ask him, by the way, are we going to wear parachutes today? Because generally speaking, you're not. 
And so <laughs> the fact that he was wearing a parachute and so calmly, the engine quit. And he's like, oh, I got to bail out. See ya. And jumps out and just happens to have all these cameras and stuff. And don't get me wrong. I understand the guy's videotaping his entire life for his channel, most likely. But it just seemed like more of a setup. And I remember watching the video myself going, this is obviously a setup. The only thing I was wondering was, what's the value of that airplane versus what he'll make off his channel if he crashes it and videotapes it and puts up videos about it? And I don't know what airplanes cost. I know they can be expensive. But then again, nowadays, nothing surprises me. People will do the craziest stuff for YouTube. So they say that he lied to federal investigators. Here's a quote. It appears that he exercised exceptionally poor judgment in committing this offense, prosecutors argued. He most likely committed this offense to generate social media and news coverage for himself and to obtain financial gain. Nevertheless, this type of daredevil conduct cannot be tolerated. The United States Department of Transportation, Office of Inspector General, investigated the matter. The NTSB and the FAA provided substantial assistance. Assistant U.S. Attorneys Dominique Camano and Dennis Mitchell of the Environmental Crimes and Consumer Protection Section prosecuted the case. So that's a, 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 an end to this. And I got to tell you that, among other things, a friend of mine that I went to high school with works for the NTSB doing crash investigations. I don't know if he was involved in this case or not. I doubt it because this is such a small crash compared to what they are normally investigating, that I suspect it got handed off to lower uh, echelon people at the NTSB. However, some people are going to say, Steve, the guy crashed his airplane out in the middle of nowhere, and it didn't hurt anybody. What's the problem? And, and again, most of you get it. Most of you do, but somebody is bound to ask. So there are several things that you need to remember. Whenever somebody files a false report with the authorities, be they local, state, fed, it doesn't matter, if those authorities have to do an investigation only to discover it was a hoax, it's a ridiculous waste of manpower or woman power. And the resources get wasted on investigations only to discover, oh, it wasn't a real plane crash. I mean, the plane did crash, but... There's no need to investigate other than, for some weird reason, he shut the fuel off and jumped out. So we don't need to explore the wreckage to try to determine the cause of the crash. It was not operator error. It was operator intended. That's, that's the easiest thing for them to figure out. Oh, he did this himself. The second problem you have, and I alluded to this earlier, is that the NTSB and the FAA have very, very serious concerns about what causes airplanes to fall out of the sky. So an airplane crashes, and they come and investigate it. One of the reasons they investigate is they want to determine, did something happen on this plane that could have been prevented, and can we prevent it in future crashes? So what, I don't know what kind of plane this guy was flying. Somebody in the audience probably does. But whatever the plane is that he's flying... For all they know, there could have been something wrong with it. And maybe they need to notify everybody else who's got one of these planes, be careful about this particular situation, okay? And, and they learn things from plane crashes. So a plane will crash, they'll figure it out, and they go, oh, oh, maybe this is a problem. Maybe that's the problem. And so they can learn things from that. And so that's another reason they do these investigations. So when you go out and intentionally crash your plane out in the woods, 
uh, yeah, the, the, the feds are going to investigate it. And then when you don't help them by claiming you don't know exactly where the plane is, despite the fact you're the one who went and picked it up and hauled it away, <laughs> and for some odd reason you've got video shot by cameras that were on board the plane, uh, this does not appear to be the most um, clever scheme ever hatched. But, but I won't get too much into that. Because, again, we know what he's trying to do. He's trying to get clicks on YouTube. So um, there's a problem there. But he has been sentenced to six months in prison for obstructing a federal probe. The other thing I will mention is that a lot of people are going to go, well, Steve, six months in jail actually means like three months with good time. Blah, blah, blah. No, this is federal. And the federal court system actually follows different rules than the state court systems do. And so if you get six months sentenced in a federal prison by the feds, you're going to spend six months. He will get six months in prison. So I know a lot of people out there uh, are going to say, you know, I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff on YouTube. And, you know, the question always is, was it worth it? Was it worth it? And so if somebody gets fined or they get embarrassed, most people don't mind. But six months in prison, that would probably be an inconvenience that you wouldn't want to put up with. So I wouldn't be willing to do that. He said, Steve... You can put up a video. It'll get you a trillion hits. You'll get, you'll get so many hits to blow your mind. But you got to spend six months in prison afterwards, uh, notwithstanding what that would do to my law license. I would have to say, no, thank you. No, thank you. I'm not interested. So from justice.gov, the government's own website, and the press release, Santa Barbara County man sentenced to six months in prison for obstructing a federal probe into the plane crash that he posted on YouTube and that he appears to have staged simply to get views, as many of my viewers suspected all along. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Fear less. Hope more. Talk less. Breathe more. Hate less. Love more. And all good things are yours.